0: Welcome to the Think Generation Wealth Podcast, and this is episode number 97. I am your host, Amir Estimo. So today's episode is we're going to talk about what is the difference between leasing and financing? Now, I'll say this much. This episode is based off of personal experience, and this is based off of opinion, so You may have a difference of opinion than what I have, and it's okay. And what I wanted to do with this episode is I wanted to actually was having, I was inspired by this episode because I was talking to my brother. Most recently, he went into a situation where he got his car totaled, and now he's facing a decision of, does he go the financing route again? Or do he lease? So I thought I would share, I would share my experience, and did a little research too on the advantages of leasing and the advantages of not of financing. Okay. Now both, it depends on who you are. But before we get into this episode today, I would like to say I appreciate you taking the time to listen to this content. You could be doing anything in this world but the fact that you're listening to this podcast i much appreciate it so i like to open with that and another thing i wanted to say is i will i apologize that i wasn't as consistent with the podcast towards the end of the year but like i stated before just needed to recharge and sometimes it's good to take a break i'd rather take a break and let you guys listen to some of the old content versus just putting out hot garbage and I don't want to do that. I want to be recording. And when I do record, it's impactful and hopefully it moves the needle. And then second of all, I will be doing I will be doing a sorry about that. I will be doing uh, recording another episode. So now you will get two podcast episode a week. So you'll get one on Wednesday and you will get one. On Thursday, so every Wednesday and Thursday, you're gonna get a podcast. Now, the second podcast is a short podcast, and relatively, what it is is going to be is it's not going to be necessarily me just recording a podcast. It could just be me sharing a a recording of some of the people I listen to, as far as content-wise, that I can share with you guys. So that will be every Thursday, but you'll still get the regular content. Every Wednesday, so that's my goal. Okay, now <clears throat> let's go ahead and jump into the podcast episode. So, now about I would say we're in 2000 and we are in 2023 as of this year, uh, about 11 years ago, I was faced in a situation where I had to make a decision, so I got in a After owning a car, I've done both between leasing and owning. I've done both. But 12 years ago, I got into a wreck and I had to replace my car. Obviously, uh, especially living in Florida at the time, uh, to get to places, you know, you could take public transportation and all that. But to be quite candid, it was probably just best to just take the, to have a car because when you want to get around and stuff like that. You want to make sure that you can do so without any issues. So a vehicle is the best option, right? Now I bought a vehicle uh, from whatever the money I got from the insurance at the time for the car I had, I went and actually put pretty much all that money down into the other vehicle. But what I I didn't say is this, this vehicle, uh, I didn't. If I had to do this over, I probably wouldn't have gone that route and putting that much money down. Um, But when you don't know, you don't know, and in the heat of the moment, you don't have a vehicle. It's basically, you're just doing things basically off of emotions, okay? (laughs) So now, this, so I ended up buying a car, financing it, Uh, I had a 10% interest rate. At the time, my credit was not good, so that's the reason why. And I was, so I had to go that route, okay? Then probably six years later, the vehicle, basically it was a Nissan Altima, and it basically just stopped working. So to the point, the AC went out, and I live in Texas, and if anybody knows Texas in the summer, it could be excruciating heat, okay? And it's very hot in the summer, in Texas. So my AC was out. At that point, I was just fed. I was just fed up. I was just like, you know what? It's time to go get a vehicle. But at that moment, I decided to try leasing. And probably I've been leasing, I've already, this is my second vehicle I've leased. And I don't have really a problem with it. But I can see two sides to the argument, right? And from my experience, here's what I know when you buy a car, you finance a vehicle. You're going to have to put some money down unless you have really good credit score. And even then, if you want to have a pretty good payment, then you, you're going to have to put some money down. Otherwise, your payment is going to be high. Okay. Number two. So you, you buy the vehicle and let's say it's a seven year, six year, whatever uh, term you finance the vehicle and but at the same time, you do have a warranty. Now, in that case, when I bought that vehicle, my Ultima, I had a warranty, but it was it was, hundred thousand or like three or four years or something like that to that nature. Okay. So that's number two. So you buy the vehicle, you get the warranty. The warranty does have an expiration at some point. And when that happens, guess what happens? You have to start so when a car breaks down, whatever maintenance issue with the vehicle, that just comes out of your pocket, okay. Number two, let me sorry, that's number two. Number three, I would say is when you're financing a vehicle, between the maintenance costs and whatever the issue is, it can get it can be quite hectic. I've seen situations, and it's think think about it that sucks is that I had a situation. Every time, let's say if I paid a vehicle off or bought a vehicle cash, let's say, you know, depending if it's a buy here, pay here when I've done that in the past, but when I bought my vehicle, I actually made a promise to myself three years later, I was going to pay it off and I ended up doing that, right? I paid it off after three years and I owned a vehicle outright. Okay. But if you're a person that likes to have new things, financing wouldn't work for you. And the reason I say that is because you get stuck with that car. Now, if you don't you don't buy cars very often and stuff like that, then you know you're your person that you're okay with having a vehicle, owning a vehicle every single year like that. Then I mean not every single year, but owning a vehicle, let's say every seven to ten years, then financing is probably the best option for you. Uh, just keep in mind because you don't want to get a finance term. And it's six to seven years okay and now you're paying six to seven years on a vehicle and then when you do finally have the vehicle remember I said a lifespan of the vehicle depending how you take care of it let's say you pay that vehicle off in four years you paid off in five years but let's say seven to ten years now you have that vehicle for another maybe two years another five years with the vehicle but that's something you keep in mind okay now financing works if you're the type of person again that you're okay with getting a new, you getting the new vehicle maybe every seven to ten years, or you, just that's just you know you don't want to be leasing a vehicle, right? So the financing worked for you. To me, is there's not really a big negative when it comes to financing. It's just what you want to keep in mind is you're gonna end up paying more. So your car payment is not going to be as low as if you leased. And then on top of that, there's this ex, there's a time frame of when your, when your when your, finance term or when your warranty runs out, and once that do now you keep the, I've seen commercials on TV you, or I've even gotten robocalls sometimes from these companies that, for quote unquote they know when your, your, finance term your warranty expires and you can buy extended warranty. Now I've never done that I have no experience with that I don't even know how that even works. So I couldn't even even inform anybody about that because I just never went through that type of process. But those, what I would say is the, in my opinion, is you're gonna have to put money down because you, if you want a lower car payment, you're gonna have to put money down. Number one. Number two, your le- your warranty does uh, your warranty does expire after a certain amount of time, and after that, all those costs will come out of your pocket, right? So those, I would say probably those are the two, I would say, disadvantages when it comes to financing a vehicle. Okay. And difference too when it comes to your credit report, right? So when you finance a car, if it's $30,000 for that loan, that's what it is. But when you lease a car, you actually, the balance on your credit report will be let's say the term in your payment. So to clarify that, so let's say if your car payment is $300 a month and you were to, you know, your most lease terms are going to be three years. Okay. So most lease terms are three years. So if you were to do $300 a month time, 36, you actually, your balance on your credit report would be 10,800. Okay. So that's what will appear on your credit report. So you're Basically, your debt to income ratio would be lower when you do a leasing versus when you do finance. Okay. Now I'm speaking to the people who is thinking about leasing. So leasing works again. If you enjoy, like for me, um, I've owned two Honda Accords. I've owned the Sports Edition, and then I've owned. Now I'm currently owning the Hybrid Edition, and I I for me well why i say i like leasing for now for now is because number one your car payment is lower and it it actually is now as far as the insurance i am not 100 percent sure how that works because i've looked at both and honestly there's not really that big of a difference when it comes to the cost of insurance now it may cost you just a little bit more because you're leasing the vehicle because technically you don't own the vehicle you're paying to use the vehicle. So basically, you're renting a vehicle, but it's you're responsible. You're the driver of this vehicle. You're responsible for it. And the reason I say I don't mind leasing, for one, I just think owning a vehicle is especially it's a depreciating asset. Now, if you're going to own a vehicle and you want to put it on Turo or whatever, or even let's say if you're doing Uber or Lyft or whatever that stuff is. Now, if you're doing Uber or Lyft, you're putting money into the, you're driving the car, you got to put gas in it and you got to keep up with the maintenance, right? So that's one thing to consider. But what I'm saying is when you, when you're leasing a vehicle, you are paying to use the vehicle. You are paying to rent the vehicle. Okay. So that's what you want to keep in mind. Now, here's another thing I like about it. Usually with every leasing I've done, I usually get this extended care package that they have. Basically, it covers your basic, your oil change and etc. Now, it doesn't cover tires. So if your tire goes out, that's totally your responsibility. Normal wear and tear like brakes and stuff like that is your responsibility. But if it's anything electrical with the vehicle, this, this care package will take care of it. So... I would say in the close to five years that I've leased a vehicle, the only thing I've ever had to spend extra money on was, and that's probably been my wife's vehicle, was putting new tires. I have never spent anything extra. The only thing I can honestly say, like I said, I have spent, and it's been on my wife's car and it's been on two of her cars. Uh, She had a, we had a Honda Civic not Civic uh, CRV and then we had we have currently a Honda Pilot she had this is her second Honda Pilot and that's the first two the CRV and the first Honda Pilot we had to we had to uh, replace the tires for some odd reason but other than that nothing else it just pay and gas it up and you're good to go okay now What you want to consider with leasing. So now if you want to go into leasing, here's what you want to do. You want to see how this works for you, right? Okay. For number one, leasing, what you want to consider is there's a mileage cost to it. Okay. So you say, well, what do you mean? You're only given so many miles in a year. So for example, you may be given 36,000 miles. Then once you go after, once you go past 36,000, Depending on the dealer, I've worked it out with my dealer to say they say, well, if you go over, let's say let's say you because you only to get twelve thousand miles per year. If you're a person that's going to drive a lot, I do not. And I repeat, do not recommend leasing because what will happen now is is twelve thousand miles per year for three years. That's thirty six thousand. Right. Then let's say you go over that mileage. For whatever mileage you go over, they charge you a cent, a percent, like maybe 25 cents a mile. That can get quite expensive. So I would not do leasing if you're a person that drives a lot. Okay. Number two, another reason not to do leasing. So let's say you decide leasing just sucks. I don't want to do it no more. You're going to have to pay fees to break your contract. And then whatever balance is owed, you're on the hook for it. So you want to make sure if you're going to lease a vehicle, you want to make sure within these three year terms that you decide, you're not going to have, you're not going to come back after a year later and say, oh, I want to return this car. It doesn't work like that. Okay. So you want to make sure you are all in for the next three years. Okay. Number three, lease terms. Well, they end after an accident. Well, I'll share a story. This was back in, I would say 2000, I want to say two, I want to say either 17 or something like that. Uh, my wife, uh, my wife, there was a big hailstorm storm here in Texas and it damaged her car. Well, the good thing about it is we have gap insurance. So we were able just to return the, you know, came in total lost the car and they sent us whatever. <laughs> it was not even much a couple of hundred bucks and that was because I made an extra payment and then what you want to keep in mind, so when you do get in a wreck like that, and let's say for example the car is depreciated down to eighteen thousand, but the value of the car is let's say the value is eighteen thousand, but you owe twenty. There's a difference, right? So that means there's a two thousand dollars difference. Now it could mean too, you know, the car. The value of the car is twenty two thousand, and you owe twenty, and you get an extra two thousand. So that's kind of how it worked for us, okay? And we just paid it. You know, gap insurance paid it off, and we just went and got another vehicle. Uh, number four, you really can't do much to your vehicle if you are leasing. Now, if you, if you're leasing, you know, you financing, you can just you can put bumper stickers, you can customize your car to your liking. Not in leasing. Because you, you you have to return the vehicle the way you got it. And if you don't, there's penalties and there's fees you're going to have to pay for that. So keep that in mind. Number four, maintenance costs. We already talked about that. You know, you don't pay. There's not really too much maintenance costs when it comes to leasing a vehicle. It's just gas and go. Unless you, you get something. That's the advantage of getting a brand new car. Because generally, you're the one who the first person that's driving it. It's not used. So the likelihood, unless you get in a wreck. A likelihood of this this vehicle breaking down even during the lease term is very very low so keep that in mind Number six the overall cost In the long term it looks cheaper, but let's say down the road you decide you want to keep the car Now you're going to finance the car for whatever the value of that car or whatever you owe So if you owe let's say you bought the car at 20 and then all of a sudden you owe 10 You would just finance 10 that you would have to now finance the vehicle so now you got to think three years. You already put in whatever that is. And now you're going to finance the vehicle. Plus, you got to put a down payment. And now you got another monthly payment. So now you think about it. Let's say you keep that car for four years, not seven total years. Right. But in my opinion, like I said, I wouldn't it, it have to work for you. I wouldn't recommend keeping a car financed that long. OK, so the overall cost of the vehicle does become expensive down the road if you decide to keep the vehicle, okay? And you want to mind, I tell you, you want to make sure you bring that car back the way you got it, okay? Number seven, you cannot use a vehicle. You can't use a vehicle. If you're leasing a vehicle, you cannot use for Uber. You can't do commercial. You can't do DoorDash. You can't do any of that extra stuff. It's in the contract. And If you're caught, you're in trouble. Number eight talk about his auto insurance honestly I don't know if they're that big of a difference I've seen both and it's really maybe like 30 or 40 bucks difference not that big of a difference so that's something to consider number nine the payments don't go towards the car so obviously you're buying you're paying the car you're paying for the car to use the car so there's nothing going towards the car so your balance doesn't go down the only thing that is is that you. It just goes down to the value. So if your car, I'm sorry, I think I miss, I miss I may miss said this. When you lease a vehicle, the pound the payments does not go towards the car. So let's say you decide to keep the vehicle. Now you're gonna finance the vehicle for what the vehicle is, what's the depreciating value of the vehicle, and it'll tell you on your leasing term. Um and then again, number 10. I would say the disadvantage for leasing a vehicle is <clears throat> The disadvantage for leasing a vehicle is you're paying for something. Eventually, you're going to return. So if that's not what you want to do, then don't do that. Now, again, there's nothing wrong with leasing, right? I, I know I gave 10 reasons, but it, it would have to be what works for you. Now, if you're looking to build wealth, etc. Now, if you are a small business owner, that's why in this podcast, we talk about ownership, right? Business, et cetera. If you're a small business owner, actually, it's probably advantageous for you to lease a vehicle, because what happens then you can use that as a tax deduction towards you know you can use that as a tax deduction. Uh, I would consult with a CPA just to confirm that. Again, that's this is based off opinion. This is not fact. Okay. Now. Now, again. If you want to finance a vehicle, you have to understand you get one vehicle, that's the car you're gonna have to keep. Period. Nothing to it. So if you see something nice, let's say you know you're a person who likes to drive, I don't know, Acura's or something like that, and then Acura comes, you know, these cars changing every three to four years. Acura comes out with a new design. Sorry, you have to keep that vehicle until now you can trade it in, but then what happens now is whatever you owe on that vehicle will now go to the new loan. So you want to consider that. Do you want to do that or not? Okay. And then your payments are higher when you finance. So which means you would have to, you have to put money down. Whereas when you lease a vehicle, you can walk in there and put as little as the first month payment and then you're out of there. And that depends on your credit worthiness. So if you have good credit, great. If you don't, I wouldn't recommend it because at the end of the day, it's it's probably just best for you to even just go and get yourself a used car at that point, okay? Now, this is, like I said, this is the advantages. I know I probably went a little bit depth into more of the disadvantages of leasing, and I'm not trying to scare anybody. What I want you to do is, and the reason I had this episode, because I think this is a great learning tool for us, is that you want to make sure you want to know what works for you. That's basically what it's all come down to. Because I can tell you this is what works for me and it doesn't work for you. OK, I enjoy leasing because of the fact that I don't have to worry about. Number one, I don't really ca- I'm not really a car person. Number one, and I don't really care for car. I just care for it to drive. And that's it. <laughs> Take me places. I'm not a person that looks into car and knows the hood. like to be quite honest with you, since I've had my car and I've had it now for close to two years. I have not once even lift the hood to even know what's underneath. Like that's just that's just who I am. I don't really care for a car, and this is what works for me for now. And on top of that, if you have a business, the business pays for that. So you think about it. If you go get yourself a business and you start a business, right? Your business can pay for your car, and it's not coming out of your income. So keep that in mind, folks. Is your your business is paying for the leasing, and you get tax deductions with that. So. At the end of the day, for me, is I don't care too much for cars. I like to have something new every couple of years. And these cars change, right? I'm not a person that drives. I probably, within this term, would probably drive. I mean, I work from home primarily. But I would say I probably, at the end at the end of this lease term, not even put close to 30,000 miles on there. Not even. So that doesn't affect me. Now, if, if I was living somewhere... 'Cause everything I live in a city in a suburb where everything is kinda of close to each other, so that's advantageous for me. But at the end of the day, I don't mind having something new every two I mean every three to four years. I don't like to remain in one car. Again, a car is a depreciating asset. Now if you're putting in tour and you're running it out and all that, and even then that's a risk. Because you're running the risk of someone wrecking your car. Your insurance is actually gonna be higher if you even go that route. So I I'm just a type of person. I don't want that type of headache because I know how some people can be when it's not their property. they don't respect it. So for me is if you're going that route, you want to open a two old business and you want to put your car out for rent, Hey, put it to work. But if not, no, don't do it. okay? And then again, you have to know what works for you. What works for you does not work for me. What works for me doesn't work for you, okay? So keep that in mind. See, see, do your research. I would honestly say do your research when it comes to leasing versus financing and see what budget yourself. See what works for you. If you like nice, beautiful things, hey, go to leasing route. If you don't, you just like to get your vehicle, you know, hey, once I pay this all, this is my baby. Go the financing route. Okay. hopefully this helps. I appreciate you taking the time to listen to this podcast episode. All right. And I appreciate you guys. Much love to you guys. And until next week, peace.